1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another week of Tim's News Explosion on this Monday, the 12th of September, 2022. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube, DLive and Odyssey channels, as well as on the interactive entropy software, where you can ask myself a direct question or even better yet, uh, send through a super chat to support the production of this show and other Unshackled productions. Hello to everyone in the, the live chat uh, Brucey, Hadron, uh, Peak Aussie Man, and uh, Kesho. Uh, good to see all the regulars again. Uh, so it is is pm here in Melbourne, Victoria, where this state's executive council. Uh, met at Government House to proclaim recla- King Charles III as Australia's monarch. And uh, as uh, Keshe pointed out, the Queen of Australia has had a gen- gender change. Yes, the, we now have a King of Australia. And it's after a seventy-year reign of Queen Elizabeth II. It's going to be a bit of adjustment to get used to saying uh, the uh, the King uh there's going to be next year the king's birthday and uh eventually our uh royal uh mint uh We'll uh, spit out uh, coins and notes with uh, Prince Charles's, or oh, sorry, King Charles. Again, see there, there. You've got to get used to saying in King Charles, Charles the it It'll have uh, his uh, face on our notes and coins as, as well. So there's still uh, a lot of uh, new uh, titles and uh, pronouns to to get uh, used to. So we had uh, Charles the uh, Third claimed as King of Australia uh, yesterday by Governor-General David Hurley at a ceremony in Canberra. So all the uh, states, they all have their own executive councils with the, uh, the pro- proclamation. Uh, so since the death of Queen Elizabeth II on Thursday, followed by Uh, the accession of uh, King Charles III. It's been a a weekend and it's going to be a week uh, marked in tradition, formalities, protocols and convention in the United Kingdom and all the Commonwealth realms. Uh, So the first uh, royal proclamation uh, began on uh, Saturday morning uh, Australian time. So it's the session council uh, took place at St. James's uh, Palace, uh, which, uh, as you can see here, is so it's made up by privy councillors, great officers of state, the Lord Mayor of London, the High Sheriffs, I don't know who they are, Realm High Commissioners, so our acting High Commissioner was there, some senior civil servants, and other s- certain others are summoned. Uh, so the uh, proclamation by the Accession Council uh, was conducted by uh, the new Lord President of the, the Privy Council, which is also the uh, leader of the House of Commons, Petty Mordant, uh, who uh, Liz Truss just uh, pipped uh, to the to the post to get into the, the final two of the Conservative Leadership Contest, which uh, Liz Truss one and uh as uh discussed on uh trad tasman talk last friday i commissioning liz truss uh the new prime minister to former government was uh queen elizabeth's her her final act as a monarch uh, most people uh, uh, Believe that uh, Penny Mordaunt, she did a fantastic job uh, doing the uh, accession of uh, King Charles the the third. Uh, given that she'd only been in the role for four days, that uh, if the previous uh, Lord President of the Council was uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg, who's a, a Catholic, and uh, obviously. Uh, King Charles is uh, the head of uh, the, the Church, of, Church of England there, so that would have been interesting uh, as, as well uh, if, <laughs> if the, the proclamation was made by uh, a Catholic. Uh, but, uh, of course, it was a progress enough uh, that uh, the proclamation was made by uh, a woman. Uh, I think Penny Mordaunt. the reason she did such a good uh, job is because well, she's had a, a career in the the Navy. She was a naval reservist up until uh, 2019. So if anyone knows our uh, protocol, uh, it is her. So uh, the state funeral for Queen Elizabeth II has been set uh, for uh, next Monday, the 19th of uh, September. So as we will be going to air, the uh, funeral will be underway. So Prime Minister Anthony Albanese is traveling over with Governor David Hurley to attend the funeral, even though uh it is uh, been instructed that each nation should only send one uh representative and they they don't want all the the private jets uh coming in they they want uh all of the uh the the world global dignitaries uh to come in on commercial fl- flights and uh be bussed in i can only assume because uh the royal family wants a a green funeral less uh, carbon emissions also yesterday, uh, Anthony Albanese uh, stated that uh, Australia's uh, Day of Mourning for the death of uh, Queen Elizabeth II uh, will be on Thursday the 22nd of September, which is a Thursday. It couldn't be on the fr- Friday the 23rd because that's the grand final eve public holiday in Victoria and the grand final parade. Uh, so. Obviously, they couldn't clash, which means that Victorians get a, a four-day long weekend. And uh, it's interesting that uh, it's uh, the left progressives who are the, the ones upset at this uh, ex, extra day of, well, not having to, to go to work, but well because it's uh, similar to Australia Day, uh, of course, uh, they uh, have uh, detested it, and then they believe that it's uh it's another reason uh, why uh, Albanese has uh, betrayed them as uh, prime minister. they they're very upset with him. Uh, o- over this it was interesting the the ama came out against the australian, uh, australian medical association came out against the the public holiday they they they're, they're still uh banging on about uh, the removal of covid measures that the, the ama but uh, they say oh, this will delay uh medical care because uh, well they will have to pay all our staff penalty rates uh, there's been a few small business people have also uh grumbled about uh, penalty rates having to be paid on this day but I thought that uh, everyone wanted uh, wages real wages to increase under Anthony Albanese I mean they will for, uh, for, for one day if you're so worried about uh, the the cost of public holidays to the economy now uh, why don't you advocate for the removal of uh, uh, penalty rates there Hello to uh, Lady of uh, Charlotte, uh Colin Penfolds, and don't know why you choose that name. I'm a stupid moron with a with a big, but I know you've given me uh, super chats as well, so I'm very grateful for that. But I don't know that's that's why why it's your your name. And uh, hello uh, to Margot as well. I think what's uh, pissed the uh, left uh, progressives uh, anti. Uh, british empire anti-white uh crowd is because the the pomp and ceremony of the the last several days it's been viewed by uh many normies as a nice nostalgic journey in the the time machine all that, that looks it's a lot of uh traditions and ceremonies that uh look like they come from the the medieval uh times and uh what well, with uh medieval fantasy shows such as uh, uh game of thrones and uh, now House of the Dragon and now The Controversial Power of the, the, the Rings. Uh, I think that, uh, well, you've seen the crowds uh, in uh, all of the cities uh, across the, the UK. Uh, there's, there's people waiting for hours uh, for these ceremonies and perhaps a glimpse of the, the new king and uh, queen uh, uh, consort uh, Camilla they all see, they all see these uh, ceremonies as uh, uh, obscene uh, extravagance and uh, of course uh, offensive uh, I've got uh, over the past uh, a few days gotten several uh, SBS uh, news alerts about oh not all uh, people are mourning the, the death of the, the queen especially uh, those from countries who suffered under uh, the colonial colonial rule of the, the, the British empire, even though, well, we're in the, the subcontinent, I mean, uh, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, they all play, they, they all play the English game of cricket. They're all mad, uh, cricket. So they certainly, there's not many grudges in, in that part of the, the world. And in terms of the former British colonies in Africa, I mean, when uh, the, the British left and they got independence, these, these uh, African colonies, uh, most of them uh, were ruled by uh, genocidal communist, uh, black supremacist dictators. So decolonization uh, hasn't been great or hasn't led to better times for, for those parts of the world. And uh of course uh, last Friday uh we had the uh, appalling uh tweets from uh, Greens leader Adam Bant and his deputy Marine Faruqi uh and uh Pauline Hanson replied uh, to Marine Faruqi uh saying that uh, if you, it, it, you you take the uh, all all the uh all the 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 largest yes, uh, that you've been able to take from uh, Australia. I mean, you're elected to the Australian Parliament taking a salary from the taxpayers. If you don't like it here, piss off back to Pakistan. Uh, today, Jackie Lambie. I also added a statement saying that uh, Australia should be proud of the advantages and life we're able to offer migrants, and it's something I'm proud too. It's even true that we're only in a position to offer these opportunities because of our past. It's hugely offensive to say that it's the fault of the Queen that our history is what it is. A day after she died, the deputy leader of Australia's third largest political party is saying That not only is the Queen's death something that's impossible to mourn, but by extension, anybody who does so is racist. That's just wrong. We're talking about the death of a human being with a family who was loved, who was served by... served her country with dignity. I don't agree with all of Pauline's tweets or the language she used, but I do agree that the attitude on show here is pretty disgraceful. My dad came here as a migrant from Scotland because his family wanted to take advantage of the promise of Australia. I resent the attitude of anyone who says he was wrong to be proud of what our country gave him. Uh, One of the few times I'll agree with uh, uh, Jackie Lambie. And you have to remember that Jackie Lambie also claims to be part Aboriginal uh, as well. The other uh, part Aboriginal uh, in the, one of the other, I should say, part Aboriginals in the Senate, uh, the Greens, Lydia Thorpe. She finally broke her silence on her not-so-private Facebook account, uh, Lydia Alma. Uh, so she uh, posted the colonized Aboriginal flag load for the criminal colonizer. Please help free the, f- the flag from colonization. Yes, because we have the Aboriginal flag on all our flagpoles now. It also uh, was at half mast as well. So basically that's made uh, uh, Lydia Thorpe's head explode and uh, she in you know, a back and forth earlier this year with uh, former Assistant Attorney General Amanda Stoker, she doesn't like uh, that uh, the Australian government bought the copyright uh, from Harold Thomas for the Aboriginal flag because apparently it's owned by the the colonising force now. So that's the thing; you can never, never win uh, with uh, these uh, these types of people. Now it was the. AFLW Indigenous Round uh, this weekend. Not that anyone's really watching uh, the AFLW. We're all focused on the AFL footy finals. It's not AL- AFLM yet. I know that with the the, the soccer, they have the A League Men's and the A League's Women, but the the traditional men's competition is still just called the uh, the AFL. So they uh canceled uh, the uh minute silence uh, for uh the death of the queen because uh, it was uh, uh the indigenous round and so the western bulldogs uh put at a statement saying they agreed with the afl's decision uh so uh the club believes the decision to hold a minute's silence directly following the acknowledgement of country was insensitive it heightened the feelings of hurt and unease among the indigenous uh communities as well as among the players and spectators present and viewing the match and then it goes uh, for this statement from the bulldogs director and proud what job uh, uh luck and jaja jaja Warring woman belinda uh, uh, uh and so it says uh while for many australians it seems appropriate to recognize the significance of the queen's passing us understand what it brings up for first peoples the impact of colonization and what the monarchy represents to us and our families won't go through the, the whole whole statement there. Uh, there was a, a NRL uh, W player who I'd never heard of because I don't follow the uh, the NRL, let alone the NRLW. so uh, uh, Caitlin Moran, she's under investigation by the NRL Integrity Unit because she put on her Instagram about the death of the the queen, Uh, which uh, she deleted. She posted today's a good fucking day. Uncle Luke announces his tour and this dumb dog dies. Happy fucking Friday. Yes, that is even more tasteless than what Lydia Thorpe, Adam Bant and Maureen Faruqi tweeted combined there but uh, I still support free speech, and so uh if she wants to say something as obscene as that, I support her right <laughs> her right to free speech, even though uh, I believe it's uh disgustingly insensitive what she said there so given that uh well uh, the Mainstream media, I think, well, uh, enough time has passed uh, after the immediate death of the the Queen. Uh, They've started uh, talking about uh, an Australian uh, republic again. Anthony Albanese has said that his priority in this uh, term of government is to get the uh, Indigenous voice to parliament uh, referendum up. It is official. Uh, ALP policy uh, that uh, Australia should become a republic. You can't be a member of the Labor Party unless you support an Australian republic. That's been the policy since Paul Keating uh, was Prime Minister. I'm a Australian Republican in principle, just because I believe that uh, we are an independent sovereign nation who should have an Australian head of state, but uh, where the republic I, I push always unravels is what model uh, would be best to make sure that there's constitutional political stability. Because the thing with our constitutional monarchy, the only real crisis was uh, Governor-General uh, Sir John Corr dismissing Gough Whitlam as Prime Minister in 1975. But apart from that, I, the, 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 the Governor-General being the, the Queen's, well now King's, representative has uh, made sure that we've had a stable uh, democracy and uh it's it's hard to tell a what uh, because there's so many different models uh the one that was proposed in the failed 1999 referendum uh was that a president ceremonial president would be elected uh with a two-thirds majority of a joint sitting of the federal parliament so it was called the politicians uh republic that's what Australians for Constitutional Monarchy uh, was led then, still led by uh, Professor David Flint, who's been a guest on Wilms Front previously. He's been doing numerous interviews uh, these uh, these past uh, uh, few days. Uh, He was able to successfully defeat uh, Malcolm Turnbull, who was then uh, the the head of uh, the Australian Republican movement by saying vote no to the Politician's Republic. Most Australians wouldn't vote for a Republic model unless it was a directly elected, uh, president. But, uh that's uh, not a popular model under the, with the, uh, elites. What is it? Peter Fitzsimons, the current, uh, uh, Republican movement chair wants, uh, the, the public are allowed to vote, but only from a short list, uh, that the parliaments, uh, decide. Like, clearly there's a lot of paranoia that, uh, we'd end up with, uh, President, uh, Eddie Maguire, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, Obviously, given that the the Governor-General has a ceremonial role, the only Republican model uh, that uh, would get up would be directly elected president who has a ceremonial role. Uh, Germany, for example, that has a ceremonial uh, president, albeit selected by a convention of politicians, not a direct election. Uh, the president can serve a maximum of a two five-year terms. But of course, uh, the, the head of government who makes all the important uh, decisions is uh, the chancellor in Germany. Uh, now, in the Liberal Party of Australia, uh, the it's a, well, you'd say it's a conscience-free vote. There's Republicans and constitutional monarchists in the the Liberal Party room. Peter Dutton himself is a constitutional monarchist. The National Party is fully committed to the constitutional monarchy. And there should be a distinguish between uh, being an Australian Republican and being a, a republican against all monarchies because a supporting an australian republic republic uh, doesn't mean you're against the the british monarchy which uh, is a ever ha, has still enduring uh support i mean all of this uh, uh previous commentary would the the british people accept uh uh, king Charles and uh, Queen Consort Camilla. I mean, it's pretty clear that uh, they they have. And of course, the only way that uh, the British monarchy could collapse if is if King Charles uh, decided to be a meddling king. But he said in his uh, first speech uh, that he uh, would uh, wouldn't have time for his uh, causes and charities uh, that he so passionate about is the the words that he used and would leave it to to others and as people in the chat have pointed out yes he's been a a long time attendee at uh, Davos uh with uh Klaus Schwab uh they go back all the way this is uh them in 1992 Klaus Schwab and then Prince Charles and uh uh Prince William uh he is also a, a climate green activists as well. There are years at the Davos uh, with uh, Klaus Schwab, uh, Prince William uh, there, uh, the new Prince of Wales, he sort of looks like a hostage there as well. It's like he went there just because uh, daddy told him to. Uh, there's a question from I'm a stupid moron with a big butt. Uh, hey Tim, are you going to see Nigel Farage? I'll be there. Not this time. The Unshackled doesn't uh, do uh, events uh, anymore because they're very time-consuming and uh, expensive to to cover. Plus, I saw him last time, uh, he was here for four years ago, but certainly, um, I would encourage anyone who wants to go, uh, to get, uh, tickets at nigellive.com.au. Pete Cosman says, William is on uh, par now, uh, with Charles. Well, certainly they're the younger royals. They uh, uh, certainly enjoy more positive celebrity coverage. Uh, but uh, yes, uh, he is as big a uh, greenie as uh, uh, the now uh, King Charles. Now, uh, yesterday it was uh, the nine oh, eleven anniversary. So... Always remember that there's there's two 9/11s. There's obviously the 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 most uh, remembered one, the uh, September 11 uh, plane uh, attacks at the the World Trade Center and the Pentagon, where 3,000 Americans were murdered. Uh, myself and uh, Andy Nolch, uh, we did a special stream uh, this time uh, last year, uh, 9/11 Truth 20 years on. Uh, because we still don't know everything about uh the lead up and the unfolding of the events of of 911 uh who knew uh beforehand i uh, who was ultimately uh responsible and the other 911 is of course the uh the uh the September 11 uh, 1973 uh well saving of uh of Chile uh by general Augusto Pinochet who uh toppled uh, the socialist president uh Hollande who committed suicide so I wrote this article in uh September uh or on September 11 2018 and Oh, I wrote that basically everything you've been told uh, about uh, the uh, Pinochet presidency is wrong. He was a saviour of Chile and saved it uh, from being a socialist uh, hellhole. And of course, uh, on uh, the, uh, the the 9-11 show that I did in, in 2018, I wore uh, this uh, shirt, which I know my political enemies were very triggered by by the time and they they still have it in their photo photo yep pinochet did nothing wrong and uh on the back of course uh making uh communists afraid of rotary aircrafts again since 1973. so there you go there i wasn't going to wear it uh, for the the whole show because it wasn't uh, appro- uh appropriate but i thought i'd just uh, flash it uh for all time's sake Now, uh, moving on to uh, other uh, global news. So Ukraine has made uh, further uh, advances uh, against uh, Russian uh, forces. They are pushing north in the Kharkiv region, advancing to its south and east. And so uh, they drove Russia to abandon its uh, uh, bastion in the, area Uh, so uh, uh, this is obviously being treated in the the mainstream as uh, that uh, Zelensky and uh, Ukraine uh, uh, Ukraine their their perseverance and uh, heroics uh, are paying uh, dividends that's of course the the narrative but it doesn't change the fact that uh, because of their own sanctions against uh, Russia Uh, Europe is going to be in an energy crisis, uh, deep freeze this winter. And so we had last week uh, the uh, EU Commission uh, President. uh, Her name is, she's a German politician, uh, Ursula von der Leyen, talk about how uh, the EU nations are going to... uh, ration the energy this winter and this is what is expensive because in these peak demands the expensive gas comes into the market so what we have to do is flatten the curve and uh, avoid the peak demands we will propose a mandatory target for reducing electricity use at peak hours and we will work very closely with the member states to achieve this It sounds uh, very alarmingly familiar. Flatten the curve with mandatory uh, controls, although this time with uh, energy. And uh, there is a new law in Switzerland uh, where uh, in times of uh, energy rationing, uh, people uh, in Switzerland, they they could face up to uh, three years In prison, if they set uh, the temperature uh, in their home above 19 uh, degrees, and they can get uh, fines of up to 3,000 Swiss francs. So, uh, this uh, (laughs) this is probably giving Dan Andrews ideas. I mean, you know, next day, pregnant mother will be arrested, handcuffed in her pajamas uh, because she turned up the heating during uh, the winter in Ballarat to to 20. Uh, degrees. Uh, I mean, a lot of people uh, speculated and uh, predicted, feared that uh, uh, the climate lockdowns mandates uh, would come. And well, this is a an alarming sign. And of course, it's not just uh, uh, Europe in an energy crisis. It is also California who Uh, this is from uh, September 8, uh, at the time was in its eighth day of flex alert energy uh, emergency. So they uh, uh, instructed consumers to minimize their use of energy, including not plugging in electric vehicles between the hours of uh 3 and 10 p.m so they're telling you to use uh electric vehicles uh but except uh uh don't don't charge them uh during particular time it's interesting it's a real or well in term flex alert. be flexible about uh, when you uh use your energy and of course uh the uk well i has, uh, its own, uh, energy crisis coming, uh, this, this winter. I mean, they, they could be going back to the, 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 medieval traditional, uh, form of, uh, heating and lighting this winter, candles and, uh, and, and fires. Uh, the ITV, uh, this morning, uh, program, uh, last Monday in their spin the wheel segment, uh, inserted a new prize. Okay, here we go. So we've got
0: we've got we'll pay your energy bills, we've got 1000 pounds as well. So this is energy bills I think for 4 months if it stops on that. Nice. Uh, so how are your how how are your energy bills? Are you a bit worried about it all? Um major. Yeah. Are you? Oh good. I've got one of these prepayment meters, and it's absolutely murder. Oh, God. Right, well, let's hope it lands on one of those, then. Whatever, you're going to win some money, so don't worry. Here we go. One way way or t'other. Here we go. Round and round it goes. Where it stops, nobody knows. Da da, da, 1000 pounds or energy bill. £1,000 or energy bill. It is going to be... Energy bill. Oh my god, thank We're, you. We are paying your energy bill for four months. Oh fantastic. No worries. Aww. Oh what a relief. Thank you very much. Oh, uh, listen, well done, you that's yeah, so
1: it didn't last long the uh energy bills uh prize, given the the backlash uh, that uh was to it. Uh so uh, Philip and Holly, uh, the, 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 hosts, uh, they didn't mention it, uh, again. And, uh, I wonder if it was sort of a deliberate ploy by ITV to sort of get people talking about the, the cost of, of energy. Uh, I wonder this winter, one of the new game shows might be meal or no meal, uh, given, uh, the inflation is projected to, to hit, uh, Twenty percent. That's not all uh, bad news uh, coming out of uh, mainland Europe, uh, the Swedish Democrats have uh, come out of the their election as the the biggest party on the right and could uh, be uh, their their leader, uh, Jimmy. Uh, Akkerson could be uh, their new uh, Sweden's new prime minister. Sweden is also a a constitutional monarchy, as well. There's still a a number in Europe uh, Belgium, the Netherlands, uh, Denmark, Norway, uh, Spain. Uh, So, obviously, because they're not English speaking, uh, people often leave them out. So Uh, Swedish Democrats, uh, 73 seats. The ruling Social Democrats, they're still the largest party of 108 seats. Uh, So the the Swedish Democrats, uh, obviously, uh, it's mentioned that uh, in the mainstream media that they're a far-right party, while they are by Swedish uh, progressive standards. They're sort of They're sort of more these uh, like to to use a a a UK analogy. They're they're more Tommy Robinson civic nationalists rather than uh, Mark Collett ethno uh, nationalists. If you uh, if you understand what I'm saying. Now, very uh, bad news uh, coming from uh, Ireland. Uh, So, a school teacher. Has uh been uh jailed uh for uh contempt of court, uh a, which all began because he refused uh to use a student's uh gender neutral pronouns. This is uh Bill Mullenberg's uh opinion piece on the uh Cauldron Pool website. He, he his summary is opposed trans madness and you'll be thrown into prison. So uh, so, a teacher who refused to use gender-neutral pronouns for a transgender student was jailed in Ireland for contempt of court. Enoch Burke, an evangelical Christian, was put on paid a, suspe- a suspension by Wilson's Hospital School in Co uh for refusing to call a pupil they. He was later judged for bringing court order not to go or try to teach at the Church of Ireland school. I love my school with its motto rest non the actions not words but I'm here today because I would not call a boy a girl he told the judge before he's jailing. Uh, so the judge told the history and German teacher he must stay in prison until he agrees to comply with the terms of the injunction, which would purge his contempt of court. Burke said, transgenderism is against my Christian belief. It is contrary to the scriptures, contrary to the ethos of the Church of Ireland and of my school. It is insanity. I will be led from this courtroom to a place of incarceration. I will not give up my Christian beliefs. So, he will be in jail indefinitely unless he uh, bends the knee uh, to uh, gender neutral pro- pronouns there, which that is pretty scary. I mean, uh, Neil Erickson, for his uh, uh, words against a gay church, I mean, he got a fixed sentence of 40 days, not an indefinite uh indefinite uh, sentence uh, like uh, Enoch Burke is, is suffering here P. Cosman says so basically Catholic persecution in Ireland yeah now in uh, Northern Ireland I uh, there was a another uh, Patriot, who, uh, what, who was, uh, facing jail. So uh, Jolene Bunting, uh, she is a Ulster Unionist, uh, Protestant, which means that she supports Northern Ireland being part of Great Britain. She was part of, uh, Britain first. Uh, she was an activist with them, uh, for many years. Uh, this is just broken tonight, that she has avoided uh, prison. She's got, what is it, a, got a discharge order. So she was uh, facing imprisonment for violating an injunction against harassing a drag queen who uh takes part in a uh, drag time story hour in Belfast uh, it's so this article from ITV uh describe uh, 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 calls the the uh, calls this uh, drag queen uh, story time reader a Belfast actor Matthew Cavan uh, whose drag name is uh cherry on top uh he's also HIV positive. Uh, uh, as well. So I, I hope during story time, uh, they make sure that he doesn't get a paper cut. So Mr. Kavan told a court he had lost work, been wrongly accused of grooming children and pursued by pedophile hunters because of the postings. He says, he ha- I have had sleepless nights. I've had to get security cameras and security lights put up at the front of my house because I'm terrified these people are going to arrive at my house, a group calling themselves Parents Against Grooming, held banners which read, Hands Off Our Children, outside the a- MAC Theatre. And uh, this uh, article, uh, a, a linked article here, uh, shows a, a picture of uh, Cherry on top at a drag story time event in Belfast pride and uh he says that his events are filled with with love and uh, apparently his uh his uh, story time readings are a sellout uh which i don't know any parent who would or has uh taken their child to a drag queen story time event i i'm still perplexed why um parents, any parent would take their children to, uh, such a event there. All right. That brings us to the end of a, another week of, uh, Tim's news, uh, explosion. There's a, a question here on entropy from, uh, Hadron anti-bullying Tim. How do you feel knowing that, uh, Cameron Wilson could soon be out on the street if, Rupert Murdoch bankrupts Crikey. Well, it's Lachlan Murdoch who is uh, suing uh, Crikey. Crikey uh, Crikey basically goaded uh, Lachlan Murdoch into suing them uh, because, well, he he did uh, threaten uh, legal action over a Crikey article which uh, blamed the the Murdochs uh, for uh, inciting uh, January 6th. Uh, so Crikey basically said, uh, bring it on. So it'll be an epic defamation, uh, case. Sadly, probably Cam Wilson will, you know, get another job. I mean, he started off at Buzzfeed, then went to Gizmodo. Now I was Crikey. I mean, you'd probably move on to say, um, I don't know, the New Daily or, or or something. They all seem to get a job, these far-left reporters. Uh, Mark DiStefano, uh, the original uh, a, a BuzzFeed uh, Australian uh, political editor, who then went to the UK, then went to the Financial Times and got fired for snooping on a rival newspaper's Zoom calls. He is uh, back in Australia working for the Fin Review. So they always uh, bounce back unfortunately. Now, at the moment, there won't be a Wilmsfront uh, featured interview show uh, this week, uh, but uh, I will let you know if there is one. If it is, it'll be uh, this Thursday, uh, 8.30pm Melbourne time on the Wilmsfront channel. There will definitely be a Trad Tasman talk this uh, Friday evening, uh, 6pm Melbourne time, 8pm Auckland time on the Unshackled. YouTube channel. And uh, I'll be co-hosting with Stephen Berry uh, this week and obviously be discussing just today. Jacinta Ardern has uh, scrapped uh, the COVID traffic light system and abolished all vaccine mandates. Uh, masks are now only mandatory in healthcare settings, uh, though they're keeping seven days isolation. But it means now uh unvaxxed, unmasked, uh, trans-Tasman flights are back. So you can fly uh, from, say, Melbourne to Auckland and and back uh, without uh, any uh, vaccine dose and uh, without uh, wearing a stupid mask. So, and yes, uh, you can uh, send a list of recommended uh, guests to my telegram, uh, it's basically I'm on telegram at, uh, Tim Wilms as well. So keep checking out the unshackled.net for unshackled productions and articles archive. And, uh, of course I post links to upcoming shows on telegram, gab, minds, MeWe, we, and locals. Uh, So thank you, everyone, once again uh, for uh, your support and company. And I'll see you again soon. Good night. Have a great week, everyone. Stay safe, staying free, stay healthy.
0: Tim's News Explosion. 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 Tim's News Explosion Tim's News Explosion Tim's Explosion